Welcome to A Giant's Journey, where we get to tune in and go even deeper with giants from Awakening Giants and celebrating and igniting the giant that you are, as you are watching, as you hear what we're about to share, synthesize that for yourself. What is your own perspective? What resonates with you? Really listen from that place. And today's topic is human connection and love in a digital age. I'm Lynn Rowe. I'm a media entrepreneur, and I've been a part of, uh, so far, every episode of Awakening Giants and been part with the Giants in, in helping as we deliver our message. We are going to kick things off, human connection and love in a digital age with the beautiful inside and out Angela Hoover. She's an attorney, an international speaker, and an angel guide. So Angela, we'd love your perspective on this topic. Thanks so much, Lynn. I'm so excited to be here today to talk to you guys about this topic, especially during these times. You know, with the global coronavirus pandemic happening right now and everyone's social distancing from everyone else, it can get really, really lonely, especially those of us who are extroverts in regular life. So it's super important that we have this ability to connect digitally. I'll tell you guys, one of my very best friends, she's also an awakening giant, Melissa Walsh. She was with me in New Zealand on that episode. Melissa is one of my very best friends in the whole world. And she lives in Boise, Idaho, but I live in Nashville, Tennessee, but we have dates via Zoom and we have friend dates via Zoom and via um, Voxer. So we talk on Voxer and we talk on Zoom and we help each other with our businesses and we talk about life and we do all of these things. And if we didn't have this digital age and we didn't have all of these digital resources, I probably wouldn't even know Melissa, honestly. Um, but I'm so glad that we have these resources available and that we are able to connect with people all over the world. I recently got back from Egypt and I made friends in Egypt um, at the Women Economic Forum from all over the world. And now we are able to connect via social media and also Zoom. Zoom is a really great resource um, for everyone. And if you don't know about it, it's a free video conferencing app that you can use. And it is just an amazing time to be alive because we are able to connect with people literally all over the world. And there are people on Awakening Giants cast that are literally all over the world and we connect with on social media and other things. And the other part that I wanted to talk to you about because I'm single is the love in a digital age. And so when I was younger, I was in a relationship. And so the whole like online dating thing was totally new to me just a couple of years ago. I hadn't done any kind of online dating or anything like that um, because I was in a relationship and then I was married. And then once I got divorced, I was like, oh, where am I going to meet anybody? I mean, I'm an adult. I go to work. I go to church. I have a handful of friends. They're terrible at setting people up, by the way. I don't know where to meet anyone. I don't really want to go to a bar or something like that and meet someone. So after a few months of saying things like this to my friends, they decided to put me on the dating apps. So they put me on the dating apps and you guys, I know a lot of people are really scared about the dating apps and they don't like them and you know, whatever. I love them. I think they're great. I bumble when I travel and I have met people all over the world through the dating apps where I have been able to see their perspective in the world. I've been on dates in Peru. I've been on dates with an um, Israeli. I went on a date in Egypt. 
So I've been on dates all over the world. And in fact, because of this digital age and the dating apps, I actually met someone who lives on the exact opposite side of the world from me when he was here in Nashville for vacation. And we ended up dating for almost a year. And he's a lovely person. And all of these people that I've met have been lovely people. But the question becomes, how do you protect yourself in a digital age? Because there's so much out there that can be worrisome or that can be a problem. Well, and the answer is, number one, you have to have faith over fear. If you feel bad about somebody that you're connecting with online, don't connect with that person. If it seems fishy or seems strange, then move on from it. Don't do those things. There are so many of these scams. If you, feel, if you don't feel good about it, don't do it. But the way that I protect myself it, on these apps and when I'm going on dates around the world um, is I make sure that I meet the person in a public place and I don't get in a car with them. I don't get in a vehicle with the person. I don't do anything like that. I also make it really clear that the whole point of this is to connect with someone from a different place and to learn about their life and to learn about their perspective. I'm not going for a hookup or something like that. I'm going so that I can get a new perspective on the world and so that they can see my perspective and they can know more about the United States and Nashville, Tennessee. So I hope you guys are not afraid to connect with other people online because it's a really great experience and it can be really, really life-changing because you can meet friends and people that you would now consider your family in the digital age. Woo! Angela, I love your enthusiasm. We can just feel the excitement of what this provides. You kind of mentioned it as you talked about it, but if you were really to think about it, how do you feel what this has been able to offer you? The platform in dating, the platform just in how we reach others around the world from Voxer and, and Facebook Live and all that stuff, how that has amplified your feeling of human connection. Yeah, absolutely, Lynn. It does amplify the feeling of human connection. I mean, you feel like when you're on a Facebook Live and you've got hundreds of people watching you from all over the world and typing comments, or when you're on a webinar and you've got all of these people from all over typing comments and coming on the webinar and saying things to you, it really is more of a connection. So you can really be quote, alone and by yourself in your house or in your office or whatever, but be surrounded by people from all over the world. And it's a really, really neat situation. And I'm really thankful for the technology to be able to connect with other people and see the different cultures and perspectives of other people around the world and to hear about it because we learn from that. And when we learn from that, it makes life so much more beautiful. Mm, so beautiful. And like you said, Thank you, God, that we have that capability right now as we're having to be uh, socially distanced, as they say. I can feel your excitement and hopefully others are able to translate that into what it can mean as opposed to, oh, everyone's online. No, what's possible to really bring forward all the more connection. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm so excited to bring home one of our Awakening Giants who is quite a superstar in all that she does and so wise with her words and her being. Her name is Pamela Kirkpatrick. We were in New Zealand and uh, another location together, or was it just New Zealand? <laughs> 
I think it was just New Zealand, but we have uh, been together in California and at some other things, but not on location. Yeah, got it. So I'm just a joy to get to know you and I'm excited we get to hear from you now with your perspective. And Pamela is a reverse mortgage broker who built successful nonprofits that are still open today, which is saying quite a lot. And she is a songwriter, singer, and sound healer. So Pamela, love your perspective on human connection and love in a digital age. So I actually would like to ask people to consider what would it look like if we had no internet or anything else? I know that we are practicing socially distancing. And for me, I was in a marriage for, in a relationship of 41 years. My husband passed away. So I haven't been on a date since 1977, which is maybe before many of you were born. And I've never dipped into the whole notion yet of uh, digital dating, but I've had friends with great successes and great challenges. And what I would like to say is that no matter where you find your relationships, be it friendships, love relationships, romance, I would encourage you to not forget to go within. Right now, especially in this time of fear, a lot of us are living in our, our root chakra, our base chakra, which is survival. And I am a sound healer. I have a root chakra bowl next to me. And I just want you to inhale and feel the, the feeling of the root. And what I would encourage you to do is find a way to make a bridge between the base or the root and the heart. And I'm gonna just play something on the heart chakra as well right now. And feel in within you. What does your heart look like? Is it open? Is it partially open? Are there some holes in your heart from some past experiences? Because we need to begin, whether we're in the digital age, whether we're connecting through media, social media, or whether we're able, once we are able to go out into the, the world again and not practice social distancing, go to the earth. You know, walk barefoot on the earth. Make sure that you're connecting with your inner love, your inner light. Because what I know for sure is that we have to begin, and I've heard a lot of people on these different talks speak to this, is that we must begin first by loving ourselves. If you're looking for romance or relationship to fill up something that's missing in you, you're going to connect with somebody that's missing the exact same thing. And it's actually going to be uh, almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy to recreate it again and again. What I would encourage everyone, especially in these times of fear, when we're in our root and surviving, to stop for a second, change it up. And the easiest way I know to do that is to stop 
rub your palms together really quickly, like you're making an old fashioned campfire with a stick, create some heat and warmth and connect to your own light and your own heart and your own ability to heal and to love and to be loved. And once you do that, you can either put your hands on your eyes or your heart so you feel your own warmth. And no matter where you are and what you're experiencing, come to yourself with love, your own beloved lover be. And then when you can be your own beloved lover, call in what you wish for yourself in friendship and romance. And whichever way you do it, digitally or otherwise, make sure that you carry an open, loving heart with you that begins with loving yourself. Oh, that was so potent. <laughs> And it's such wisdom for whether you are online or not. When you look at translating that through how we connect online, how would you more specifically say as we love ourselves, perhaps as in what you post, you're not as driven to post something so that you can prove that you are X, Y, Z from the surface, but as you really love yourself, it might even shift your posts or whatever that is for you. How would you say it? That could translate for as well, you I, I think, good point, Lynn. I think that Angela spoke to this just a moment ago is that you have to be clear about what it is that you are seeking and who you are. So if, let's say you make a digital connection and you're gonna meet somebody in a public place or virtually right now, Take a minute before that meeting and go into your own heart and ask yourself, does this take me closer to my heart or farther away from my heart? Does this light me up? Is there some fear or trepidation? It's a really good indicator. It's kind of like, I always say, like pay attention to how animals react to people and babies because they're very tuned in to what's going on. And so, I would just say, take that moment without just diving right in to be with yourself and ask your highest self, ask yourself, even if you've never practiced meditation or anything else, we all have a beating heart, we have breath. And I would say to people, when people tell me, I don't meditate, I'm not able to meditate, I go, do you breathe? Because as far as I can tell, if you're alive and you're breathing, then you've been meditating your whole life. So I would just say, take the opportunity to tune within and before we look to go without. And even if you're making those connections, make sure that you've had that inner conversation and honor it. Even if it seems a little crazy, like you have some kind of a fear, okay, or something comes up, Trust yourself, surrender to that. Maybe it means canceling the appointment or changing it up somehow, but love yourself and honor yourself. And that would be how I would respond to love in a digital age. Mm, that's so great. And it applies across the board, but not forget that that also applies when we're online and digitally connecting. Thank you so much, Pamela. And thank you for the work that you do. Thank you. What a joy to bring on our awakening giant, Ava Charlotte. Now, Ava has been an integral part of Awakening Giants, providing not just holding space for Awakening Giants and being one herself, but also providing meditations and, and support. And we were on a number of locations together, uh, San Diego and Ecuador and 
It might have been one other time. <laughs> I lose track of the locations, but it's such a joy to bring on your beautiful, bright, brilliant spirit, Ava. Ava Charlotte is a peace emissary. You will feel her presence and know why she is called a peace emissary, an international speaker, and a mentor of all things transcendence. Thank you, Ava, please. Love to hear your take on human connection and love in the digital age. Always a pleasure to be with you. Gosh, human connection in the digital age. As, um, as humans, through the history of humans, the world has changed in all kinds of ways through centuries, and we really haven't as much. The evolution of humanity as, as physical beings is much, much, much slower, especially now when everything is moving so fast. So how do we adapt? How do we be all that we are in this changing world, especially now with everything that's going on? And what I find is that the digital age really gives an amazing opportunity in so many ways. Anyone now who has access to the internet has a voice, a global voice, has an ability, a chance, an opportunity to connect with people all over the world. We didn't have that only, I don't know, 50 years ago. It's new and it's amazing and it comes with a responsibility. I don't personally think that anything that's out there is good or bad in its own beingness, including the digital age. It's what we do with it that makes a difference. And having that awareness, what am I doing with this? This is a fantastic tool. How am I utilizing it? And having that awareness for myself, as well as interacting with others that are utilizing it. The less senses we have to use in an interaction, the less information we have. When we meet someone in person, you have all your senses and you can touch and you can feel and smell and like all of that mm -hmm. intuitively everything is there on internet it's not quite the same but at the same time many of those senses are available if you tap into them i feel for instance that when i meet someone in person i can feel if they're very much in their head if it's authentic if it's coming across with selfishness or greed or generosity and giving, I can feel that. And if I take the time to actually tap into that in myself, when I read a post, I can still feel it. Mm -hmm. Anything I put out through myself carries my vibration. And anything you guys put out carries your mm -hmm. vibration, especially the vib vibration it is put out in that very moment. So tapping into that, I can still feel it. I can feel when it's, look at me, look what I'm doing in the world. Mm -hmm. Or when it's, I'm offering this because I really care. It feels completely different if we tap into it. But we tend to just run on automatic and often we just listen to words as opposed to listen to what comes with the words. And in person, that's more obvious in the digital age, it's something that we often have to just be aware of, tap into. It's easier to be pulled away in the, the flow of information that's being thrown at us all the time. And now it's really a good time to practice this. What am I feeling about what's going on in the world and all the information that's out there 
about this virus mm -hmm. now, for instance. There's points of views and information and opposite information. Mm -hmm. What's true? Does it even matter? What am I doing with all of this? Where am I holding myself? What am I taking in out of all of that stuff that's available out there? And what am I doing with it? I always come back to what I'm holding in myself vibrationally, whether it's in person or digital. That's what I bring to myself first and foremost, but also to everyone that has access to it. And in, in the digital age, so many more has access to what I'm holding in myself. It comes with a lot of responsibility. So now for me in this moment in time, having this opportunity to just be alone, I can be in complete joy in that loneliness because I bring that, I bring that to myself. And then everything I bring out digitally carries that. It carries the, the peace that everything is fine because that's how I feel within myself. Yes, there's danger out there. I don't have to be afraid in this moment because of that. It doesn't mean there's no danger, but I can hold something else within myself and communicate that digitally through internet like we're doing right now. Just practice that when you listen to us, feel. Don't just listen, feel what is coming through, what is happening, what is carried through the words, the expressions, the presence. I had a birthday party yesterday. It was a big birthday for me and I couldn't have a party. So I had a virtual party with my friends and oh my God, I will never forget it. It was amazing. Yes, there wasn't a cake. I could blow a candle and I couldn't hug my friends. That's like the only thing missing in the digital age is the ability to, to use our bodies, to detach that kind of human connection. Everything else can be done digitally. Be aware, how are you using it? And enjoy it, bring all of you, all your passion and your joy and your peace and the good stuff, bring that just like you would anywhere else. Oh, I love that so much, Ava, thank you, wow. So just taking that a, a step further, and I love how you presence that for us. You know, it is an interesting time that we've never seen before with coronavirus. And we have the blessing and the gift of digital connection to keep us connected while we are isolated. But how would you say, and you, you touched on it, but if you could go deeper into this, how we can use, actually take advantage of this opportunity of this coronavirus and having to be at home and also dealing with our own fears to actually deepen our human connection to each other. And how do you see that that, is that can actually deepen our human connection to each other digitally and, and of course, including to ourselves? We're being forced to step out of the do, 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 run, 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 <laughs> the wheel of, of daily habits, everything that we normally do. We can't take our kids to all our, their activities and all of that. It's a time to slow down. It's a time to be more present and an opportunity to really connect with ourselves if we're and find ourselves alone, which doesn't have to be lonely at all. There's a depth in being with yourself. Utilize it that way. If you find yourself at home with kids, then normally they're at school and activities. What an amazing opportunity to be with them and actually be with them talk and read books and play games, whatever, but just be. It's not in the activity, it's in the beingness together or with your partner or 
friends. Of course, the digital age can be utilized there. I find personally, I find use right in this particular time, being forced to stay at home is an opportunity to connect beyond the digital, just being in person with people when you're staying at home with them. For us that are not staying with someone, I'm house sitting for someone right now. I'm alone here with our cats. The digital ability to reach out. Like I really talked with a lot of people yesterday on my birthday, which probably normally I wouldn't have. And really take time and beingness, even if it's through the digital area. Does that answer your question, Lynn? Absolutely, yes. And to realize it doesn't have to diminish the connection no. digital. And if yeah. anything, even more focus. And you can still translate and feel energy even across Absolutely. online. So thank Absolutely. you for presenting that. We love you. <laughs> so mutual. Thank you. Well, I'm so grateful we have each other. And we have you who is watching and part of. We consider you giants too. We are all in this together. And the more that we awaken, we awaken not only our own giant, but everyone else's giant within as well. So wishing you all a beautiful day, beautiful evening, whatever time where it is, really absorb the messages that came through and however that resonated with you. And uh, see what way you can deepen and amplify your human connection and love in this digital age. I'm Lynn Rose and our giants, and we say thank you for joining us on A Giant's Journey. A Giant's Journey features our cast from Awakening Giants providing tried and true tips for transcending to that next greatest version of you. We're talking about healing trauma, the human connection, prosperity, money, intimacy, sex, secrets to manifesting miracles, spiritual fulfillment, and so much more. You'll hear personal and vulnerable stories, some not shared anywhere else except on our Awakening Giants TV episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Together, we can awaken more giants all across the globe.